Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling art podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Sam Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection, and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Back again with another episode. Hopefully it's a great episode, and it's another top three. Insert cool sound effect here. One, two, three! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Uh, I didn't get a lot of feedback about the whole one, two, three uh, audio insert there, but I'm having fun doing it. It's, it's like it's it's fun and cheesy and sends me back to that that new generation era of WWF every time I hear it. But uh, isn't that Tony, what cards are about, though? Cards are all about nostalgia, taking you back to a time. I find myself using that word every single time I'm doing a video or talking about on the podcast or, you know, on social media. It's nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. It, and uh, Tony, before we go any further, I think this is our first recording we've done. For those of you who are watching the video version of this, you've got a new background. How's the store going? Uh, Tell every, promote it. Let's go. It's it's uh, it's crazy. It's chaotic back here. Look at all this uh, crap back here. I just um, it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot more work than I expected. Uh, thank God my wife is so helpful with everything because uh, I couldn't do half the stuff without her. She takes care of all the paperwork stuff and reminds me don't forget this don't forget that don't i have a honeydew list for my own business <laughs> <laughs> hey any, but, uh, anytime you're doing something like that any help you can get is great i i mean i wish i could share graphics right now we have um window graphics done on the up front it made a huge difference of just having this plain non-tinted so i got the windows tunic because i hated being so open like that and especially being in arizona but i need the tent in the summertime yeah uh, but then we got window decals put out there with logos and uh the store logo and a qr code in the door you can go ahead and scan go right to the website and um it's 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 slowly moving in the right direction man it's um i'm happy our grand opening will be january 14th um we'll be open that day from 11 to 5 and then i've got honky tonk man coming in from one Ooh. to three meet, meeting fans uh he's been so nice to to offer his time to come in and uh and sign some autographs and stuff like that so that's moving along man moving along you know and i do want to say tell ever make sure to tell everybody where they can find you on social media because you're talking about the window tent and for anybody listening or watching you can follow along with the process of the opening of the store through all the social platforms yeah um basically i'm treating the website as the hub as you any i think decent business should your website should be your hub where everything goes but uh all the social media links are on the website uh, you can go to either, uh, I think it's uh, the wrestling guy store phx.com or simply go to wgsphx.com. Uh, that, that's the main that's the main page. The, the, the wrestling guy store phx.com will redirect you to wgsphx.com. 
and that is the main website and it has all of our social media links on there, including email and contact us form. Make sure you guys check it out because it's been awesome from somebody that is clearly miles and miles away from the store to kind of follow along your process. I know we were talking offline about how you've had some people contact you about enjoying viewing the process of opening a business through social media. And I know that's not wrestling cards, but guys, we do, you know, think outside the box of wrestling cards and we have other things going on in life. You know, before we recorded this, I was like, uh, you messaged me and you're like, Hey, let's start recording early. I'm like, all right, I'm in the middle of shipping and packing orders. But I'll put that on. So like, you know, things do exist outside of wrestling cards, but that's why we're here. So let's get back on track. The top three popular names in women's wrestling cards, not the best, not the most valuable. Always have to kind of preface that. I think this was a request I got in a reply. I don't remember if it was with our Worlds Collide account or a personal account, but somebody replied like, I think it was top women wrestling. And I'm like, well, we generally don't talk a lot of just straight up wrestling. How can we kind of tie that into wrestling cards? So I came up with the top, the three most popular women's like names in wrestling mm-hmm. cards. And the criteria for me, and I'd like to hear your input on this for your criteria, because we each have our own, mm-hmm. is... What are the names that you constantly see selling, whether it's base cards, whether it's autographs, whether it's relics, it's those names that are always seen, maybe not on screen, but you're constantly seeing sold or you're constantly seeing on social media, people collecting them or posting them, whether it's a buy or a sell. So that's kind of the criteria of what this top three is going to be about. Anything you want to add to that before we kind of start listing the cards? Uh, no, I think those are good, uh, good criteria to, to base it off of, but, um, you know, I don't, uh, monitor the sales probably as much as you do at having an eBay store and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I'm not into, uh, monitoring individual card sales across the board of wrestling. I mean, I, outside of my PC stuff, I don't really monitor that much. So when I'm looking for things, like if I get a card in hand from something, I go, like, oh, what's this going for? And I I'll see it that way, but otherwise I don't really monitor the sales too much, but I can just kind of go with what I know when I do do that on a rare occasion. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm basing my stuff off of. There may be some crossover too, that you may start seeing in your store, whether it's the yeah. action figures or the shirts. And that may also apply to the cards. I don't know, but it will be interesting to see kind of where that I, goes for you. I can tell you right now, already starting out, um, you know, having been open sporadically here and there for the last couple of weeks, uh, legends, legends are the number one selling thing that I sell so far, whether it be an action figure or a t-shirt uh, people will gravitate towards Hogan towards Undertaker, towards Savage. So those are the things I've been selling. Like no one so far has bought uh, a Seth Rollins. No one's bought wow. uh, a Roman Reigns shirt. I, I take that back. One person did uh, on Saturday or Friday. Uh, no one's bought, uh, you know, uh, you name any new superstar. No one's bought, a, um, you know, uh, anything yet. I mean, I still have MGF figures in the wall. I still have uh yeah when uh, when when the hobby when mjf is the darling of the like internet wrestling world sure in real life in your store he's not selling that's interesting so so far mainly i think too when it comes i mean we're getting off track a little bit but mainly um i think that uh relates to its marketing so uh they're not marketed here yet in arizona i mean yes it's a national thing i can watch it on on tv all the time uh you know, which is why I don't think it does as well over the UK because they have never made a trip over there and there's no way for the people in the UK to watch it outside of, you know, the internet. Um, but uh, AEW hasn't been to Arizona yet that I'm aware of. So it's not as popular, I think, as it would be in, in the other markets that it's aired at. So uh, I don't really get asked for it. I have a small section of AEW figures on the wall. Uh, people kind of go, oh yeah, I've heard of them, that kind of thing. But right now it's been legends and that's kind of, 
where I think my mind goes to when it comes to our topic here of our top three thing. And I actually went the opposite direction because of my experience. So it's going to be interesting to get into. And it's also interesting that, you know, we started off talking about nostalgia and and that's what's selling. You know, it's not just me talking about it on any platform that we're talking wrestling cards. It's actually people in your store buying nostalgia. That's what, you know, wrestling keep wrestling merchandise. And, you know, we want to promote new stuff and, you know, hopefully 20 years down the road, some of the names I'm going to mention today are talked about in that legends category, but um, I'll go ahead and, and kick it off. And I think what uh, one of ours, let's just start with that. Cause we had it both on the same list. Yep. Alexa bliss. I mean, it's just yep. her stuff sells like crazy. Um, I see, you know, if I've gone to a wrestling show, uh, you know, WWE house show or independent show, there's always ch- like kids in the audience to have Alexa bliss shirts on. And from a card perspective, everything from Alexa sells base cards. Um, you know, there's those action shot, like NXT women's division cards that, you know, us, many people within the hobby, like kind of crap on like, mm-hmm. Oh, we don't need these. They sell like if, if she's on it, they sell. So. Which is strange too. Cause I, 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 I ordered uh, stuff for her figures and um, t-shirts. She was one of the people that I said, well, she's very popular. I got to make sure I get some shirts. I haven't sold a thing of hers yet. That's nothing. That's really interesting to hear that. I mean, if I had singles and cards, like I've, I've, uh, I've only been asked twice now about, Hey, are you going to be carrying anything more than just the base sets? I said, well, I'm kind of letting the customers kind of dictate that if, if it becomes a, a, a more requested thing, I'll start carrying in individual cards and graded cards and things like that. I'll get a display case and start putting that stuff in there. But for right now, it's just base sets. So, um, but no one specifically has asked anything for Alexa, but when it comes to cards on the market, that's what I've always heard. That's what I always see when I do do some searches. Um, she seems to always sell no matter what. Yeah, and it's again, we're not saying like necess- some of her cards have sold in the in modern, more modern wrestling cards. They have sold for a lot, and some of them, depending on how you want to categorize certain cards, they maybe the Alexa cards have sold for more than anything else within the specific category you're looking at. We're just talking popularity here. Volume. Yeah, just volume. It doesn't matter what the card is. She's selling a ton. So um, I'll go ahead since we were talking legends. I see the next one on your list and I'll let you take that. Yeah, I have Trish Stratus on that one. She seems to be consistent, very popular all the time, uh, going all the way back even to, you know, the art box motion cards, all to the Fleer era, uh, arguably probably the most popular uh, and best selling diva of that time when I go back to the diva era. Um, and I think she still translates to, to this day. I don't see her not selling. Again, again, I don't search all the time, but uh, she seems to sell pretty well uh, on a consistent basis. And it's she's popular. She'll always be popular, I think. I, I, I 100% agree. Uh, I don't know if you could see, there's a very small stack here that I'm working on. And that's mm-hmm. actually a, like a 30 card order. And there's so much like, 2016 17 18 trish stratus cards in there and like even the like most people associate her with that flair era but yep. even more the modern stuff it's not to the level of as alexa but it's up there it's she sells more than many modern and she definitely is probably um just from my experience from selling so many like base cards and inserts and stuff i would say the only legend if you want to call it that that kind of rivals her and they're all kind of on the same level would be like China, Lita. And I was going to, I was going to include yeah, Lita in there too. Yeah. Only because we saw the, the the topic really recently. I know Paul and I talked about our monthly recap about that Lita card that, you know, sold for $999, whatever it was. Right. Um, and, it, you know, the guy left money on the table kind of thing. 
And um, maybe he did. I maybe he did. I don't know. That's that's a different discussion argument. for another but, show. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it just it just goes to show that if that was true, which and part of me believes that is true, that her car probably would have sold for a lot more. Uh, there's still that popularity factor, and I think her stuff would sell consistently too. I I, I kind of disagree on the China one, only because uh, I just she's never gotten the love that I think uh, that she's rightfully deserved in the hobby. Uh, as well as, you know, obviously personal stuff and even being in sure. the Hall of Fame and all that stuff. But um, I just don't see her getting that kind of hobby love that, which we can say that about a lot of people. Um, well, I'm just saying from my perspective of selling in volume. Sure. And, and I'm just, you know, cherry picking the names that I see constantly rolling through my eBay store and and actually selling. She's up. She's not on the Lita level and she's not no. on the Trish level, but she's like right there. It's weird uh, trying to go back to some of these, uh, what now we're calling them legends, these le- uh, uh, legend yeah. women's rest. And which, like which, 20 you know, years ago. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in that era, though, I mean, it was, you know, it's a it's a Trish, Lita, Stacey Keebler, Tori Wilson type Tori Wilson, era, that's another one, which, yeah. which is, uh, you know, those were always, in, and Keebler always sold well, too. I mean, her stuff always sold very well and a consistent basis and very, and, and for some good numbers back in those days. Uh, but you don't see her selling at all really these days that I'm aware of, you know, that out of sight, out of mind type thing where you have yeah. a Trish and Alita who come back for nostalgia episodes or things like that, or one more tag kind of match kind of thing they come back right. for. So they keep themselves in the public eye a lot. And I think that kind of helps their, their popularity uh, continue to keep going. Moving on to my next one. And this is a little bit topical Sasha Banks and a little bit yeah. of a controversial topic because you know at the time of recording we're seeing a lot of stuff saying she's done with WWE forever she's possibly going to New Japan or maybe she's going here maybe she's not doing any wrestling anymore and she's just going to continue to do like the acting thing and the reason I'm like Sasha's always been popular but then it seemed like when this whole Mandalorian thing started like her wrestling cards on top of that popularity just exploded and my logic of course went to well there's crossover appeal between the people who collect maybe non-sport and they really like her character. So they go find her cards in wrestling, even if they're not wrestling fans, or maybe she's just in the public eye now more. And so the wrestling fans that do know her go back and say, Oh, well, I remember when she had this and tops or this refractor or, you know, looking at the newer Panini stuff, maybe she, they want to grab her prism parallels or something like that. So Sasha's another name that moves not, not quite to the level of Alexa, but she does move quite a bit in my store. She does. I, and that's another name. I mean, you could take any of the, the uh, these modern era uh, women and make an argument that they're you know yeah. part of that top three, top five popularities like that. I mean, and she's definitely one of them. You know, um, we can go through the list of more people, but we have other names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that, that's kind of going to be my third one. But uh, go ahead with your next one. Uh, mine's Becky Lynch. Um, another consistent, you know, we have uh, several. Uh, super collectors out there for Becky. Yeah. Which uh, that continued. I think that's to keep awesome to yeah. see. Like, I think it's awesome when you can see people, um, I'm going to use this word, but it's not technically when they're fighting over cards, sure. like the level of popularity that there's that many collectors collecting somebody that's, I say it all the time, not a Hogan, not a rock, not a yeah. 82 all-star, you know, it, it, it's when it's a something different and there's that many people that want it. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, uh, and these people have all made themselves known that you, you can see that there's, these super collectors for Becky. Uh, she definitely has a huge fan base, uh, super popular. And I think her stuff sells on a consistent basis. 
Um, and again, we're not really talking about just sales here. We're just talking about popularity when it comes to women's cards, whether it be just desirability. Obviously, that, that, I, I guess it equals sales, I guess. The desirability um, is it. It's the, it's they yeah. want, you know, everything, not just I'm looking for that prism gold or I'm looking for that autograph card. It's yeah. I want the base cards, the action cards. Like I just want everything of these superstars. Yeah, and I, I, you know, and I kind of equate that to people like, you know, you're a carrying cross collector and super collectors out there, uh, you know, who, uh, women are, are, are like the tops when it comes to people who are super collectors. To me, that's a popularity thing. So, um, and Be like you said, Becky seems to be one of the names. We yep. mentioned Alexa, we mentioned Sasha, but you don't see as many people trying to fight over their cards on like social media from their collecting standpoint. True. Yeah. I mean, again, we can go through any number of modern people. I, I know we've probably talked about Charlotte or had Charlotte uh, in our list, probably in some, you know, um, anybody from those four horsewomen, you know, era yeah. would be uh, a good candidate, I think. Um, but, uh, you know, my top three, uh, in no specific order, you know, Alexa, Trish, and Becky. And I'm going to close it out with, uh, it's kind of a cheating, but... We just touched on it. There, there's this level right below Alexa and Sasha. For and again, this is just my experience from selling. There, it's kind of a toss-up, and I've got names like Mandy Rose, Liv Morgan, Oscar. We mentioned Charlotte. Rhea Ripley's just surged in popularity over the last couple of years, and all of those names kind of sprinkled in. Again, this this order that I have sitting behind me, it's got all of those names that we've mentioned in it, and I it's. It's not that one is on the, on that third category. It's not that one is selling more than another, but just the level of popularity of specific women wrestlers. Now, um, we see some in AEW or we see some in NXT, maybe some of the newer names that you see in NXT that have like Prism rookie cards. Those sell, but not like you would think that it's a premium release and these are rookie cards, but yet they're not selling to the level of popularity as you know, a Trish base card or an Oscar in action card. So it's just an interesting dynamic when you stop and think about it that way. I, I would have, I had thought about AEW two talent. I thought, oh man, it's, it's like Britt Baker going to be one on the list too. Cause I, there was a moment there, you know, during that whole time when she was, you know, uh, spouting up being one of the pillars of AEW, it's like that, uh, that her popularity was at kind of really super high. And I thought, oh, this is, could be, you know, she's going to be like the the big thing for that company is when it comes to the female wrestlers over there. And um, I, I don't see it as much today. So I'm not familiar with whether or not her stuff is selling on a consistent basis, whether it be a base autograph. It doesn't matter what it is. I would like to think so. I, I probably would squeeze her in somewhere in the top five for me right now when it comes to popularity, consistent sales type stuff. I don't know. I'm interested in hearing other people talk about it and see if uh, would would you put someone? Is there anybody in AEW that you would probably put as a popular that you put in your top three for popularity right now? I'm I'm curious. I don't think Cause, if, cause, if, cause our list is predominantly all about WWE right now, and I don't. I'm by no means am I trying to be biased that it's just a, a WWE conversation. No, it's just no. across the board uh, what we see con selling consistently or what is popular on a you know from a trading card perspective. You said it yourself with the your store sales, like what you're yeah. selling. And like it's not AEW, it's not indie stuff, it's WWE legends, it's household yeah. names, it's stuff that people can see on TV. And that's I that's where the popularity of most of this. I mean, there, you know, there are if you want to talk talent, like maybe we like some talent better than the talent that we've named, 
or maybe we like certain cards or, you know, I, I love the Japanese Joshi cards, like from the design and the autographs and everything. But like, I just don't relate to that product because I don't watch a lot of women's Joshi wrestling. So that, you know, but from a sales perspective, like I've had some of that stuff in my store and even these base cards will sell more than something that's a little bit more rare and scarce of a talent that's just not as well known. And to kind of close out the show, we've talked about this before, and I don't mean to open a can of worms, but, you know, that's what I do. Hmm. So we've talked about how the a um, little bit of a creepy collector base behind women's wrestling cards. Mm-hmm. And do you think we're starting to see a little bit of a shift in that based on just looking at them as a straight up superstar that they like watching on their TV mm-hmm. and not so much just the looks? Because I think we've I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I think we're kind of as collectors maybe moving a little bit past that or kind of combining the two because i mean if you if you sit down and you watch any women's wrestling from wwe or from impact or aew like they're putting on some of the best matches there are yeah and i think that um i think that uh the popularity of of women's wrestling is beyond the tna factor now it yeah uh and uh that was that was what drove it before because that was that was the feature for the most part during the attitude era. It was all about uh, the bra and panties matches and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, whatever it could be risque and make these women look sexy, that became the popularity aspect of it. But then you start having women putting on really good and, and amazing matches uh, from the Trish and Lita's and it's like that. And then you get into the new era where we have the Becky's, the Sasha's, the, uh, uh, the uh, Alexa's and, uh, and, you know, uh, Bailey's and all these uh, putting on these, clinics man they're putting yeah. on amazing matches and you know uh even though you know uh, Britt baker i have to go back to that again as well they're putting on some clinics man these, these women are putting on they're still in the show a lot of times yeah. um and so i think there's there's still the sexiness aspect of of the collectability you know there's going to be creeps out there who just want to you know have their cards because they find them sexy uh but there's i think so others out there know you know i legit I'm a fan of this person because I like the way of their style. I like how they present themselves in the ring. Uh, are they beautiful? Yes, but they're also extremely talented as well. And I think that um, that needle has moved over to that that side now, more than just being about sex appeal. I think too, the card companies, we're, we're seeing that as a reflection of the card companies because if you look back to maybe the Attitude Era stuff or some of that early 2000s stuff, the the pictures and the types of cards like kiss cards or whatever it was like it, it was um promoting that aspect of sure, that yeah. talent and now you're you know we're looking at black one-on-one you know prism cards or super mm-hmm. fractors or transcendent autos like all of these cards that you see of the hogan's rocks macho man's mm-hmm. and now you're getting the female talent presented alongside these legends as a mutual talent so yeah think, they're not they're not great. just uh they're not just sexy poses and shots anymore now right. like you know, uh, they, they got away with a lot more when Fleer had the license. They had they got away with a lot more stuff at that time of like some not really risque type pictures, but stuff that I don't think you'd see as much now on trading cards. Um, obviously, we live in a much different world, but mm-hmm. um, they're, they're getting the same treatment as the men wrestlers as far as like there's some in-ring action. There's some, you know, some studio shots. There's some portraits. There's this. There's that. It's like you said, it's equal. It's just. There's a one-on-one over here for this person, this guy, and a one-on-one, the same thing over here for this girl, and back and back and forth. So, um, 
Kiss cards never bothered me. I know there was a uh, point in conversation that was creepy, this, that, and the other. Well, there for a while, they were like the top, like, um, you they know, were. go back to Alexa or Sasha or Becky, like yeah. the, these Kiss cards were like the cream of the crop. And I think yeah. from popularity perspective, that's really shifted. Yeah. I mean, uh, autographed Kiss cards became the popular thing. And um, I, I see that, but uh, I don't find them to be creepy. Some, if you guys want creepy, don't get me started on some of this uh, <laughs> Japanese adult whoa, whoa, training whoa. card stuff. Let's not talk not, about that. Not an after dark episode. Yeah. Yes. But uh, you guys haven't seen nothing yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just nice to see that. So it's in the in the collectible world, just like in the real world. I think of wrestling. Uh, the playing field is a bit more even now, uh, as far as the treatment level goes for popularity, styles, appreciation, respect. Uh, it translates from both the TV, the product itself, and how the women are wrestling and how they're being received. That translates into collectibles, whether it be the cards or action figures or whatever else. Hundred percent agree. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? I think we, you know, we actually covered more um, kind of on yeah. the front and back end of these cards and kind of set some background about why we chose who we chose and you know some. No, and I, I love to hear other people's uh, opinions. I mean, definitely. Uh, these, they're just these are just our little our little segment we call top three. We talk about what our top three is. I want to hear what other people's top threes are, and I like to know why. Why is that person? You feel that person uh, is in your top three? Um, there's no wrong answers here. So, uh, unless you're telling me like Linda miles is like a top three for you. I don't, I don't know why that would be that, but whatever, <laughs> no dig on her. I mean, just saying, <laughs> I mean, it was a blink and you missed her kind of thing, you know, but, um, um, Brian Shamrock, she needs to be top three. Um, yeah. Somebody, nobody talks about her. Yeah. I mean, but, um, you know, it'd be interesting to hear what people's, uh, um, comments are on that, but. Yeah, reach out to us on on social media. Uh, any of our accounts, you know, the the wrestling trading cards account, uh, wrestling guy store account, maybe. Why not? Uh, Why not? My my account, uh, the worlds worlds collide account. Like anything you want to tag us in, uh, you know, we'd love to get the discussion going. If you're watching the video version of this, you know, leave a comment in the show notes below. Like, what's your top three, or do you think we're wrong? Do you think we're right? Again, we've never come on here to say we are right. We are the knower yeah. of all. It's like yeah. we're just here to have a discussion. And, you know, try to educate from a thinking perspective, not a this is what you need to do. This is wrong. Yeah. This is right. It's just man, hey, here's some things to think about and consider. Well, speaking of, then you know, where can people all find you then? Oh, I'm, I'm going first this time at Zan Morning on yeah. all the social platforms, Wrestling with Cards on YouTube, of course, the Wrestling with Cards podcast, and the Worlds Collide podcast. Uh, for, for me, uh, so I got distracted there. Someone just messaged me. <laughs> uh, for me, everything's on WrestlingTradingCards.com. All of our social media handles are right there on every single page. At the bottom, I believe, every single page uh, for everything. And uh, But feel free to send us a note there uh, on any of the social media platforms. And uh, if you guys want to show some support for my new endeavor here, which is the Wrestling Guy store here in Phoenix, uh, you can go Please to uh, WGSPHX.com. All the social media platforms there as well. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it got you to think a little bit about, you know, what are the most popular names in women's wrestling cards and kind of how that portrays on screen or in Tony's store from sales of shirts and figures and whatnot. But we thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe share this, you know, spread the word about the podcast. That's the best way for this podcast to grow for the wrestling card hobby to grow is to find those wrestling fans out there that aren't collecting wrestling cards, you know, throw them an episode of us or card foundation or my podcast or whoever that's got wrestling card content out there. Just spread the word, share, please like, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And, you know, I, we mentioned several accounts that you can follow 
And no matter which one of those that you follow, the one thing that they all have in common is they all think wrestling cards rule. We'll see you.